0: Welcome to another edition of the First Orange Broncos podcast. I'm Kyle Frederickson, sitting across from Ryan O'Halloran. We cover the Broncos for the Denver Post, and in this podcast, we are going to look about five weeks ahead. Can you believe it, Ryan? Five weeks until the NFL draft because free agency is wrapping up. The Broncos have made some moves, and it's going to have an impact on on what they're going to do. Right? Essentially, that's that's the theme here.
1: Yeah, and as John always said on on Friday, that you know their philosophy has always been you know glaring holes for free agency. And that gives them options in the draft. And in that respect, I think John's done a nice job is, you know, really right now, five weeks out, they don't have to be married to a need pick. Um, They can sit there at 10. They can take the best uh, best player available by their board. And there should be a lot of uh, good options there. So I think that's the key thing is, you know, two months ago you're thinking, okay, they're going to draft a quarterback, play him right away. Um, they're going to have to draft, you know, a corner because they're short on those guys, um, offensive linemen because they need a right tackle. Well, some of those, you know, some of those holes have been filled up. You know, and, and people on Twitter and email me saying, "Well, you know, those are band-aids." That may be true, but we're talking about right now, Week You're One, right. 2019. They feel, they feel that they have signed guys and traded for a quarterback that can be their their guy in 2019 at the very least
0: well Ryan you mentioned the Broncos ability to take the best player at number 10 as opposed to what they need at number 10 but I think when you sort of look at it through that lens that should open the Broncos up to trading back correct because if you don't have to get that one guy at number 10 well let's get a couple more picks going in the back a couple more rounds maybe the Broncos hopefully could stay in the first round still but in your estimation how likely is it that the Broncos would trade back and what would that kind of open up possibilities-wise for what they could do in this draft class?
1: Yeah, let's go with the second part first because that's more interesting. If they trade down, they're from 10. They probably don't want to move down more than 15 spots. You move down from 10 to 18, let's say. Okay, you definitely pick up an extra second. You may pick up an extra fourth or something like that. Where those two-second round picks come into play is, is if late first or early second... They really, really like a player. They can package those two twos to move up without risking any of their day three uh, assets. That said, this is not a great year to trade down because it's not a quarterback draft. Um, Haskins and uh, Murray will be gone well before the top ten, I think. Um, if If I'm the Broncos, you want to hope that Drew Locke's on the board. You want to hope that Devin Bush, Devin White are on the board. Yeah, their need is inside linebacker, I think, for that first pick. So if Devin White's there, you should run the card up. You're not interested in a trade. If Devin Bush is there from Michigan, he seems to be gaining momentum around the league. You probably take him, and all of a sudden you got a, a, an athletic guy inside to cover and, and play every down. So if you if you trade down, this is a very deep class at defensive line, relatively a corner, tight end. So an offensive line in day two so if you trade down maybe still take a a, you know offensive tackle offensive guard that can kick inside and then day two if you have two seconds that's where that's where they should take a quarterback
0: right and speaking of quarterbacks Ryan let's just sort of shift the conversation there quickly because obviously the Broncos get their guy and Joe Flacco to be the week one starter but There's still going to be some options in this draft and guys who do sneak past that number 10 pick, or maybe the Broncos could get, you know, Drew Locke late in the first, like you mentioned in a scenario such as that. But for your estimation and and looking at some of the quarterbacks you saw at the combine, who are some of the guys the Broncos are are the most interested in at this point and guys who could sneak to that kind of point?
1: Yeah, well, they didn't meet with any of the top guys. They'll probably be part of their uh, 30 visits. They did meet with Will Greer from West Virginia. Jared Stidham from Auburn. So, you know, keep those two guys on your radar. Drew Locke, that's going to be the Lithmus test. Lithmus test. <laughs> good, good. If he's there at 10, what does John Elway do? Does he take his quarterback in the future? Does he try and find somebody who's interested in moving up? Because Jaguars at 7, they're not going to take one. You wouldn't think with Foles with a four-year deal. The Lions, probably going to take an offensive player. Okay, now you get to the Broncos at 10. You know, if Locke is still there, do they pull the trigger? or Do they find somebody like Miami who wants to trade up uh, a couple of picks later? You know, if they draft a quarterback at ten, I'd be surprised, but also I'd say, hey, at least you have a plan going forward. If I'm Joe Flacco, I probably wouldn't be very happy. But if you draft one in the second round, be a Greer or Stidham, somebody like that, you say, hey, you expect to be better in 2020 or 2019? Excuse me which means you're not going to be in a position to draft one of those five studs in 2020 where you have to, would have to really move up. So I think taking a quarterback in day two at the, at the latest is still important for this franchise.
0: So, Ryan, changing gears just a little bit, uh, appreciate the analysis of, of what the Broncos could be doing in this upcoming draft. But it's more than just the draft that's ahead. There's a lot more kind of on the docket for this team as we head into the offseason. Um, and I believe next weekend is the owners' meetings. And, and from there, uh, a few more things. So just kind of run us through uh, what's going to be happening through this offseason period and, and kind of what our listeners should be paying attention to.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully this week we're taping this on Monday. That's <laughs> yeah. relatively slow. That's real wood too. Um so leave uh go to Phoenix uh, next Sunday to Wednesday. Uh you know, the league meetings are there. So um, you know, I would expect Joe Ellis, the president, and CEO of the Broncos to be available, Vic Fangio. And uh, after that you'll see pre-draft visits, each team's allowed thirty. And a big misnomer is they cannot work these guys out at the facility. This is a twenty-four hour visit where you can meet the coaches um, if you need a you know other physical testing like a you know medical exams, you can do that. But there is no on-field workout. You have to go to the player to do that. And then um, you know as we get closer, you know they'll set their board a couple weeks ahead of time. And you know when these names come out of who's visiting, you have got to take it with a grain of salt because you know when I cover the Jaguars, sometimes the ones they would let me know about would be first two rounds but they would bring in guys in the 6th, 7th round they didn't want you to know about until afterwards. So I would ask every draft pick, regardless of if they're the 7th round or the 1st round, did you come here for a visit? And some of those 6th, 7th rounders did because they just wanted to get you know a better feel for them. So um, it, it never stops, but it will uh, – and the draft will be here for an open. But also another key date is April 2nd. That will be the first time the Broncos uh, veterans will be in, be allowed to come in. I'm sure Vic will address the team at that point and starts phase one of their off-season program.
0: Absolutely. So a lot more draft and off-season coverage coming from the Denver Post in the coming days, weeks, and months. Be sure to stay locked into our website, denverpost.com. Download our app. You can subscribe to the podcast, The First in Orange, on SoundCloud. Get that thing downloaded on all your favorite music providers. And on that note, I'll sign off for Ryan. We appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next time.